Hey, Cube Nerds. Uh, just want to give you a quick little uh, chat to let you know. So this episode gets a little more buzzy uh, than usual episodes, um, but it doesn't last very long in certain spots. Uh, just stick with it, and it'll end soon. But, yeah, I'm still trying to work on how to make that stuff happen. Uh, but, yeah, just giving you the heads up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hope you're you're enjoying. If you've been, if you're a constant listener, or if you're a new listener, thanks for checking it out. After uh, I sent out a little post out there, a sponsored article, I got tons of likes. But uh, you know, I don't know how that. It's tough to, to quantify all the metrics. But uh, yeah, if you're a new listener, welcome. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Today, uh, I want to talk about uh, commuting. I put up a, uh, not a Snapchat, a uh, Instagram story yesterday on my commute home where I literally had to drive probably about five miles on zero gallons to empty in my car because that nice cheap gas station that has the cheapest gas was just out of reach and I had to tough it out to get there. And then also I had to go ahead and simply just, you know, Get there on fumes and then pay 45 friggin' dollars to fill up the tank of my car. Not my truck, not my SUV, my little four-door sedan to fill up because gas is friggin' through the roof. Even in Jersey where it's always so damn cheap, gas is expensive as hell. So if you're in other parts of the country, damn, I feel bad for you because I know even in New York it gets pretty damn nuts. So that just, you know, gave me the idea to talk about that. So this morning on my commute, I've already been on the road for about, let's try, I guess about 45 minutes. Uh, my commute, according to Waze, said it should be about an hour and 20 and 59 miles. That's just my morning commute. My commute home is a little less, probably about an hour and 10 minutes and only maybe about 50 miles, uh, 45 miles. So... Yep, so I do probably about 100 a day on average. I have to take two different ways home because it's, you know, I don't care about how fast I get home. Even though I want to get home fast, but it's not as it's not something I have to worry about on my way home. Uh, more so, I got to make sure I hurry on the way to work. And on the way home, I can take my time. So I have to go one way to get to work, one way to get home from work. And even though the mileage is a hell of a lot more... It's a hell of a lot faster. So, yep. So, what I want to want to talk about is just my commute and the things I deal with. And extreme commuting is a thing. And I was reading an article on LinkedIn about it regarding how far people travel just to get to work. Um, you know, people that they live in Pennsylvania. What the hell is this guy doing? Doing a fucking... Doing a U-turn right in the middle of a busy intersection. Come on, bro. Old timer. Pay attention. So, uh, because people travel extremely long distances to get to work. And, you know, and from what I was reading in that article, I wish I could, I wish I could reference it, but it was a long time ago. But a lot of people, a big thing, and actually I know somebody like this because I used to work down on, on Wall Street, uh, for a brokerage firm. I used to do IT down there and there was a dude who lived there. And he lived in Pennsylvania. He still lives in Pennsylvania. I think in Edison, Pennsylvania, maybe. 
and he travels all the way to downtown Manhattan every morning. And, but you know what? He, I remember we went to Comic-Con one year, and he was buying up stuff. He got, like, three autographs from Christopher Lloyd that were, like, 80 bucks a piece. And he was like, oh, I see this Superman figure that I want. I just bought it for, like, $75. And I was like, wow. Imagine you could just do that kind of stuff. And he's got a man cave in his house that's pretty happening. And it looks like he lives pretty well out in Pennsylvania because I'm sure he makes some good scratch working in downtown Manhattan. Because that's how it goes. If you're living in Jersey, you're paying through the ass between property taxes and everything like that. And that's the sacrifice you make. Uh, And I've talked about stuff like this on previous episodes, you know, just going into... Not really so much specifics, I guess, but going into the explanation of commuting and living far away and why you would do that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm not like completely against that idea in regards to, um, you're welcome, pal, in regards to, look, living a little further away, because Pennsylvania is not that far. Living a little further away to live a little bit more comfortably. And I understand, you know, work is what you got to do and you make the money so you can enjoy it on the weekends. And that's, you know, that's something that people need to pay. You know, some some people make that sacrifice. One of the people mentioned in the article, that's what he said. He's like, I just pretty much just don't see my kids on the week, you know, during the week. Because I'm gone too early and I'm home too late. So, but on the weekends is when they get to enjoy themselves and just do what they got to do. So that's like taking the good with the bad. See, on the weekends, I'm, you know, we, we get to enjoy ourselves and I get to see my son for, oh, look at this fucking traffic. Um, and we get to enjoy ourselves, you know, on the weekends. Sometimes we always got stuff to do and I'm always looking to, to flip stuff and make extra money and all this kind of stuff going on. I'm thinking about it, you know, getting into a new market uh, soon with a, with a partner and See how that venture goes. So I'm always trying to, to have some kind of side hustle going. And I wish that wasn't the case. Wish I made enough money and lived comfortably enough where I didn't have to worry about that. Uh, but I don't have that luxury. But again, when you think of something like commuting, some people do have that luxury. Because they can, you know, let them make that sacrifice during the week so they can enjoy it and reap the benefits on the weekends. And maybe retire early or something like that. It's an interesting fact because the, the work is only in so many places depending on what you want to do, especially for cube nerds. You know, I mean, where my office is now is really not in a high industrial area, but it started out as a small company and I guess they got themselves an office and that's just where it stayed. And then they got bought out and this kind of home office stayed here. And then the company that bought them out has their home office out in Massachusetts and, uh, you know, and so this office stayed in, in kind of the middle of nowhere. But there's another area where, you know, where my previous job was, where just my company alone had two offices in this one tiny area. And that's, you know, that's how it goes. They had two offices alone in this one, in this one county, actually in this one town, because it's just a high industrial area. And if you want to work like that, if you want to work at a place like that, you just got to be where the work is. Like where I work right now or where I live right now, there's no there's no offices or anything like that that, you know, could give me the kind of work or the kind of pay that I'm making now. But yet I would need that kind of work to, to live, you know, to live how I'm living 
and I'm not even happy on I'm living. I want to live better. I need a, you know, I mean a bigger place and more property, more yard, more place for my kid to grow up. I want them to be in just a better town in general. Not like my town is terrible, but you know, I want them to, to be in some place better. And you know what? With how I do now and how far I have to travel now to make that kind of money, I'm still doing what I'm doing. It's a tough situation, you know. So extreme commuting is is it's a real thing, man. And people do it because they gotta. I when I first started, so I went to I went to a technical school right at a high school. I didn't go to college, even though I signed up for community college. I never went because I wasn't the best student. But uh, my dad knew about a community college through some friends of his, not a community college, a technical school through some friends of his. And I went to this technical school and they got me hooked up with, uh, you know, my, with a previous job I had. But in the meantime, a friend of my dad's had hooked me up with this job at a brokerage firm downtown Manhattan. And even when I was living there. So this is New York. And I lived in New York. And it still took me two hours to get to work. So, yeah, that shows you there. Because I guess you could say I lived in upstate New York, which is really just considered anywhere except, you know, Manhattan and Long Island. Um, But, yeah, so I lived a little far in New York. And so I would drive probably about 45 minutes to park in front of my grandmother's house in a town in Jersey. And then I would cross the street by her house across this super busy highway to stand in the corner and wait for the bus take the bus to the port authority in midtown manhattan take two trains to get downtown and then i'd probably have to walk about two blocks or so uh, uptown to get to the the job i needed to get to so i'm used to that so when i went to my next job and it was about an hour commute it was you know it was a breath of fresh air it was no problem the money I was probably saving on, you know, bus tickets and, and subway rides and metro cards and shit like that. And going through, uh, you know, travel, driving all that way. It was probably saving me some money. So that's why I kind of bagged the Manhattan job. Um, that's a tough thing to think of in the long term. Was it the best idea? Yes, because I can't say that I'm not happy with what I am now. I wonder where I'd be if I had stayed there. It's a whole different deal. I probably never would have. I probably never would have been a professional wrestler. Uh, I probably would have gotten back into comic books because there's people that were into comic books. But, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of things that I, I probably wouldn't have experienced if I had stayed there. So I'm happy that I didn't stay there because my life's different and I had a lot of great things experience. I probably would have, I don't even know if I would have met my wife if I had stayed there. So I am where I am now and I have no problem with it, but I'm back to a a long-ass commute. Still not that crazy. Now at least it's just one long drive instead of a crazy commute. But that's what you got to do. I mean, traveling to the city, nobody likes to drive into the city. I would get to work. I don't even know what time I would get to work in the morning because I don't think I wore a watch. Um, it was the time where I think I had like a Nextel cell phone right out of high school. Um, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I was, yeah, I probably still had a Nextel. So you couldn't really do much on it. Um Oh, shit, I, I, no, I must have had a cell phone. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you know, you couldn't do much on it. You couldn't text, you couldn't surf the internet on it. So it's not like I could do much. So I had to buy comic books to read on the bus, pretty much. And, uh, you know, over that or I'd sleep. But I wouldn't even know. I would just get in the motions of, okay, getting up 
and driving all that way and then getting home. And then sometimes I would work until like 1 o'clock in the morning because they were doing a big monitor rollout at the time when they were switching out, you know, the old school monitors, the flat screen monitors. So it was a big kind of process to do that. So we would work until super late at night some nights. And, uh, you know, and then I'd have to, and, you know, this is high-end place. They gave me a car service that would take me back to my grandmother's house. And usually my grandmother would be sleeping. Sometimes if it wasn't too late, she'd left the door open for me. But I, you know, wasn't going to do that. So I would just drive back home and then do it all again the next day. And I'd run off, you know, four or five hours of sleep. And, uh, you know, and then do it the next day. And then I would go out with my girlfriend at the time on the weekends. We'd go to the movies. I'd fall asleep at the movies all the time. I'd pass out early. You know, I'd be talking in my sleep about fixing people's computers. And it's just kind of, that's, that's how it went. It was a sacrifice I made because I was traveling so far. But when I was cashing, you know, big-ass checks, I was going to the bank every Saturday morning cashing these big-ass checks. I really didn't have a problem with it. But, again, personal life and social life, it takes a hit. You got to have that kind of understanding with who you're with uh, and stuff like that, you know. I mean, it's that's how it goes. You just deal with it. That's part of how it is. Um, yep. You just, you know, you got, like I said, you got to have a lot of communication, a lot of understanding and say, look, this is what I do. This is how it is. If, if you want me to make this kind of money and you want to have that kind of life, then this is what I'm, this is what I got to do. It's what I'm willing to do. doesn't mean I'm not, you know, I don't want to spend time with my family, you know, but even if you love the grind, you love the travel, you love working hard, then hey man, there's no problem with that. doesn't mean, like I said, doesn't mean you don't want to be home. doesn't mean you want to spend time with your family you just get addicted to that life or you love that hard work in life and you try to find you know the the balance that works for you might not be an equal balance but when you're there with your family you're there with your family and when you're working you're working and commuting is a huge part of that i put in 12 hour days right now because you know i leave my house at seven mostly 7 30 if you listen and you know that's not the case i probably I'd like to leave at 7, but I leave as close to 7 as possible, usually no later than 7.30. And then uh, I get home around 7. So that's, you know, 12 hours, I'm gone, far away from my house. I miss all kinds of things. My wife has to go to the doctor. I miss things my son, you know, son does at home. It's, you know, miss a ton of stuff, but you got to work. And I'm fortunate enough. <sighs> Sorry. I'm fortunate enough that, you know, my current job lets me work from home here and there. They understand the craziness of my commute and I can work remote a lot, which is good. Um, So I get that little bit of benefit, but some people don't have that benefit. You got to go to the office. You got to do what you got to do. When I worked IT, shit, I couldn't work from home. The hell's going to do work from home? not doing, you know, support from home. But that's, you know, that's what you do. You just, you know, you travel, you work hard, you knock it out. I've done a lot of different, I've done a lot of different commutes. Like I said, I've done the, I've done the long ass commute where I've taken multiple ways to get home. My father had a way, one time he, his car broke down. Oh no, he used to take the bus. He worked in the city. My father-in-law too worked in the city and he would take the bus he would drive to the park and ride, take the bus to the city. My, my father, for a while, did the same thing. He, uh, he used to drive to a bus stop, take the bus to get into the city. So he actually, one time, 
he had to get off the bus for you know personal reasons he had to get off the bus and then he had to hitchhike to a spot where it was a dock where a friend of his had his boat on the lake that we live near that they still live near and then his friend drove him on a boat to a place where he got off the boat as close as he could to our house and then he ran into uh, if you knew the part of the story that didn't embarrass him so much it just makes me laugh he had to then a friend of his picked him up or a friend of his wife with her kids in the car picked him up because they saw him walking and then drove him home so yeah so he took a bus and a boat and a car and he walked to home so that's a hell of a commute to get home one day like I said I used to drive to the bus and then from the bus I used to take the trains to get downtown some people just take the the train to midtown and the trains to get downtown or they work in midtown but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. And then also I've, when I went to my next job, driving an hour to work was nothing. Driving an hour to work was a piece of cake. And so, but I actually, you know, I had enough money to, because again, even though I, I, well, I was living at home, that's why I got to save up enough money to buy myself a house, a small house, because I lived at home, so I didn't really have many bills to pay. So I got to, you know, store away a bunch of cash not like I lived, you know, in a different different state where I could live cheaply. I lived on, you know, my parents, so I had to got to save up a lot of money and bought a house closer to work. So it was about 45 minutes with traffic, which was phenomenal. And then work moved further away, so we were back to an hour. And then I, you know, we moved to a different spot, so it became an even longer commute. And then all these different ways you have to worry about. It's funny every single day. You have to map out a plan. When I leave my house now, I get to a certain point and then I got to make the decision. Do I go straight or do I make a right? And then pretending to, and then I can't turn back. Those are the different routes I got to go. And if I make a right, I can get on the highway and go this way. And I can get on the highway and go this way. So one way could be fast, one way could be you know slower. But depending on the traffic and the accidents, thank God for GPS. Or it would be like, all right, I just got to wing it every single day. And usually what happens, well, like, you know, and then if I, go, if I go straight, then I have three ways I can go. And the same deal. Once I go one of these ways, I got to commit. They all kind of take me to the same focal point, you know, that takes me all the way down the same highway. But I just get on it at different points. But there's a lot of traffic I need to be bypassing. And if there's an accident, God forbid, I'm screwed. But you just got to kind of wing it. And thank God for GPS and, you know, apps like Waze. Because, you know, apps like Waze that can tell me when there's an accident, when there's traffic here, reroute and go this way. When there's cops. Because if I'm flying down the highway doing 90 miles an hour because I'm late and I don't know what I'm doing nice to let me know you know there's a cop up ahead and i need to slow down i need that kind of stuff in the morning so you got to like plan out your way but then what happens if i can find the picture somewhere i'll try to post it maybe i've posted it on instagram in the past i know i have it somewhere where it's a whole plan of where you know i left my house early and it shows yeah clear sailing you know you get to work in an hour and 10 minutes great and then after driving to work for about 20 minutes, I look again, 
And it's like, yeah, you're not going to get to work for an hour and a half now. We just tacked on 20 minutes onto your commute because there's so much traffic now. Or there's an accident that wasn't there when you left the house. So because when you work so far away, that's what you got to worry about. Work so far away and go, okay, well, if I left the house right now, it's, you know, an hour and 10 minutes. But then there could be a ton of traffic that day. There could be an accident. Who knows what the hell could happen? There could be road work that hasn't started yet. And there you go. Now you just tacked another 20 minutes onto your commute. And now your whole commute is different. Your whole commute is just is, is screwed because something happened that you weren't planning for. I mean, the move is to leave as early as possible, but ain't nobody got time for that. It's tough. Cause especially if you get up and you got stuff to do in the morning. I love in the movies, they show the dad gets up and he's ready for work and he grabs a cup of coffee. Hey, honey, sits and reads the paper. What the fuck time does this dad have to get to work? Noon? Where the kids, you know, they haven't left for school yet and everybody's up early in the morning having such a good morning. Great. I have never seen a life like that or anybody that had a life like that. You got to get you got to get up in the morning and you know what's a life like that? My old boss who told me, "Yeah, I probably get up at 4 in the morning and then, you know, I hit up the home gym for a little while." All right, so I'm sure he's up and ready to go and can sit and enjoy himself. Maybe certain morning people are like that. Maybe you're one of those people. If you are, shit, that's great. I wish I was someone like that. I wish I was the type of person that could get up in the morning and just enjoy myself. I don't, you know, I got a Keurig. I could probably heat up a cup of coffee that I could suck down real quick while I'm getting ready. I don't even do that. I get up. I, I shower. I get ready as fast as possible. I feed the dogs. I, maybe I have something for lunch to pack up. And then I got to go. And then I got to hurry up and get on the road and get out of there. Because even if I don't go to bed until midnight, you know, I got, I got to get up in the morning and, uh, you know, do stuff. And, you know, hit my snooze alarm for a, or a half an hour. And from what I see people on Instagram and memes and stuff like that, there's plenty of people out there who are used to hitting their snooze alarm 20 times before they get out of bed. Rather than people who their alarm goes off and they spring up out of bed. The snooze alarm is the worst possible thing to happen, to be invented. Because who actually snooze, you know, gets up out of bed right away anymore? You hit your snooze alarm and that's it. Whoa, come on, motherfuckers. Oh, Jesus Christ, you assholes. Because there's a fucking cop up ahead. Everybody slams on their brakes. You jerk-offs. God, you people fucking suck. Sorry, that's terrible for me to go off on a rant like that and curse like that. Yeah. Because now the cop has to creep out. Yeah, exactly. All you people are nuts. You put the phone down a little bit so it doesn't look like I'm talking in the phone. But yeah, all you jerk-offs who are flying down the highway, you see a cop, and you slam on your brakes. You're going 80 miles an hour. People are swerving all over the place. You know what? Don't be that kind of asshole. Good thing we're talking about commuting. If you don't, first of all, download an app like Waze where they can tell you where there's a cop up ahead. And now the cop has pulled out, and he's flying up the highway. Good, he's already pulling somebody over. Or he's got to fly up the highway to get people out of his way. Yeah, great. So, yeah, don't be that kind of asshole that when you see a cop, you slam on your brakes and go, Oh, shit. Take your foot. You know what? If you're flying, if you're driving like an asshole and flying down the highway, take it like a fucking man. Or a woman and just deal with it. Yep, you got caught speeding. That's it. Take it. Don't slam on your brakes. 
and cause all kinds of other problems because that's, you know, that's what sucks. Yep, here he comes. He's coming this way. Let's see. See, I had to swerve out of the other lane. So I'm wondering if he's coming for me. Because I swerved in LA. Maybe he saw it. Maybe he didn't. Nope. He's flying right past me, thankfully. Yep. Jeez, he's flying. I wonder where the fuck he's going. I wonder who he passed. I wonder who passed him so long ago. That why he needs to fly this. Cut across three lanes and cut people off. Um, not bad mouth on police officers. I love police officers and, and troopers. A lot of tight friends that, uh, you know, live that life. God bless. But yeah, she's flying to go after somebody. But yeah, don't slam on your brakes when you see a cop. Especially in traffic. Tight traffic when you're going 80 miles an hour. And you got to go 80 miles an hour. And then drop all the way down to 30 miles an hour. Drive 80 miles. Get all the way up to 80 miles an hour. And then slam on your brakes to be stopped dead. And then get back up to 80 miles an hour. Because it's terrible. And you cause more problems than you solve. And, and look out for other people on the road. Don't just worry about, you know, saving your own ass. Because you were going 80 miles an hour. And then now you saw a cop up ahead and you got to slam on your brakes. Tough shit. Download an app like Waze where a cop, you know. Download an app like Waze where you can know, you know, it lets you know when there's a police officer parked up ahead. Or just drive normal. And if you're speeding, you're speeding. Tough. You got caught deal with it because you're a friggin hazard to the road sons of bitches what the fuck was I talking about now god damn hate that shit um god damn it what the hell was I talking about I don't know shit yeah extreme commuting it's a thing it's tough you know be careful out there because that too because when you gotta drive long ways you know what Maybe I was talking about you know the different commutes I had. Yeah, and I moved closer to work. Blah blah blah. Um, that's why public transportation is a big thing. When I when I like I said when I used to get to work, I had no idea what time I got to work because I would just get on a bus. That's it. And when I had no cell phone, I don't, even, I don't think I wore a watch, so I didn't really get to even look at what time it was. And if the bus ran late because there was tons of traffic going into the Lincoln Tunnel. Nobody even knew. It was like, all right, just get to work when you get to work because you're salaried. And that's it. You have to be a salaried employee because you can't clock in and out because who knows when you'll get to work because you're traveling so goddamn far. That's like how it is now. My office was going to move locations. Oof. Pulled over some hot rod in his uh, Challenger. Um, but we were thinking about moving locations, but we advised against it because moving in any kind of direction, you would screw somebody. You know, if the if the office is where it is already, that's fine. But if you move north, you're screwing the people that live south. If you move south, you're screwing the people that move north. So, moving offices, you really don't have that kind of option with all your employees who travel. So that's why they're very open to the, the commuting because they know what it's like. And I've said it before too. That's why I passed on this job so many times because I didn't want to deal with the commute. I hated my commute as it was already. So why was I going to tack on more time to my commute? But, again, it was something that I had to do. I had to do it. I had to make that sacrifice to, to, you know, make that kind of commute or the commute I make now because I needed, you know, a better better work environment. I hated my job so bad and I knew there was no advancement there. 
I could start fresh at this new place. I wanted a change. I wanted some some new new things happening. And uh, you know, I wanted some new. You know, well, financially it was better for me as well. So even though I'm traveling more and paying more on in gas, I'm still making more money, which is a hell of a lot better than I did. Which is good. So yeah, that's how it goes. You just kind of do what you got to do, and you got to tough it out. Um, public here's Jesus. Another person pulled over. But yeah, and public transportation is the way to go. Uh, you know, I wish you know I could get in the uh, the way of you know taking the bus. If I worked in the city, yeah, I'd absolutely take the bus. It'd be a hell of a lot easier. I wouldn't mind working in a city. I loved working in the city. I thought it was great. And I, I, I kind of didn't mind the commute because I was there. You know, I was just there all day. You're working in the city. It's awesome in the summertime. That's where I, where I worked in the summertime. I only worked there probably about six months. So I didn't get to see the wintertime because that's a whole nother deal you got to worry about. What if you live in a place where it snows like crazy? And now you got to commute to work. Like, look, sorry to wait. And you, let's say you don't have the luxury of working from home. You're screwed. You got to take sick days because of the snow days. You have to, you know, tough it out and try to drive in. And let's say it snows halfway through the day. I've been there with this last job. When I was fairly new and I didn't have the luxury of working from home so much, I, uh, you know, you, ha- you got to go in. And it starts snowing around noon. And now it's been snowing for four hours, five hours by the time you leave. And now you got to drive home in this madness. And it takes you four hours to get home, three hours to get home. That's shit that you got to deal with too. It's tough. So, yeah, you know, you tough it out. You do what you got to do. That's how it is. I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind moving further away so I could live better. And a commute with public transportation. That's, you know what it is? The traffic beats you up, too. I love driving. Every, every time me and my family go somewhere, I do the driving. Love listening to music. I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts constantly. Podcasts have helped so much with traveling. So if you're listening to this podcast while you're driving... Thank you for adding this podcast to your collection of podcasts um, to know, you know, because, you know, you want to know, or, you know, you have so many podcasts to choose from, and you choose to listen to this one, so thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, because I, yeah, I listen to like 15 different podcasts, so they, they, they help a lot with commuting, so I hope that this is great for extreme commuting, as you try to keep my episodes for about a half an hour. Uh, and, you know, if you travel more than a half an hour, it's not really extreme commuting. I think qualifying for extreme commuting is over an hour. Some people, obviously, it's two hours every day. There's a gentleman I work with. He tells me all the time. Qualifies for about two hours every day. He travels. And that's on a regular day. But you do what you got to do. And that's even... He doesn't even live... I don't even think... He lives in the same state still. And he lives by the shore where it might just be expensive. So he just... I think our company bought his company out. Now he works for us. So that's kind of why he didn't really have that choice. But, yeah, that's a tough thing to do. But if you enjoy the travel and you can handle it, that's great. Like I said, I love driving. And I don't really mind driving. But it's sitting in traffic and being late for work all the time. That's the frustrating part about it. So you take all your different back roads and side streets and all these different ways that you learn eventually you know, to get to work. I used to t- at my last job because I worked there for 12 years. I used to take so many different ways to get home, and, and even to get to work, it was insane. And, you, and for, I don't know, it's so crazy how it works out this way. You can take one way only so much. It's like before everyone else catches up to you. 
all right, so you know, for this couple weeks, I'm gonna go this way, and it's working good. I really hit my traffic, and then next thing you know, there's traffic, 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 traffic. It always makes me think, not of the beginning of office space, where because that's just normal, that's just routine. When you're sitting in your lane and the lane next to you start moving, so you move over into that lane and then you're stuck, and then the lane you were just in starts moving. Yeah, it always it makes me think of crazy enough, and even when I was a kid. The beginning of the Jetsons movie. I'll take you back if you know this one. Or, you know, maybe you're too old to be into cartoons anymore. But the beginning of the Jetsons movie always stood out for me. And George Jetson had like a little GPS guy that, you know, would talk to him in the morning like a radio host. And told him which way to commute. And, you know, get off and take the 404 because of the traffic he was in right there. It's funny. Nobody talks about that. People talk about Star Trek innovating the future and stuff like that. This scene in the Jetsons movie is straight out of today with the GPS and, you know, rerouting you. So, yeah, you've got four, you know, he's on, there's three different highways to go. And as soon as he pulls out into this other highway, so does 500 other people. And then that becomes stop dead traffic too. That's it. You know, in the Jetsons, they fly around, they drive in space in the sky. So there's really, there's lanes. I don't know how, but, you know, you can fly and go wherever you want. So when everybody pulls off to get into this other lane, everybody pulls off at the same time and gets into the same lane. And now George is stuck in traffic just like he was in the other lane. There's no escaping it. It follows you wherever you go. There's no uh, there's no perfect route to get you to work. If you have you know some back roads that are there, that's fine. But chances are the back roads take you to some you know busy spot anyway. So eventually you're gonna find a whole bunch of people taking those same back roads. But you get to where you're going because you got to do what you got to do. That's how it goes. So, all right, folks. Speaking of that, I'm almost to work. I uh, hope you have a good day. Let me know about your extreme commute. Go to Twitter. Go to at cube underscore nerds on Twitter. Use the hashtag cube nerds commute. And let me know how far you travel to work because I'd like to know exactly. Uh, I'd like to know. It's interesting. Some people are lucky enough. I remember one person I spoke to, she's like, oh, you know, I moved to this job and now I have to drive, you know, a half an hour instead of the 10 minutes that it was. I go, a half an hour? Well, I drive an hour and 10 minutes. So, guess what? You want to complain about how bad yours is? It's not that bad. So, yeah, Cube Nerds, uh, at Cube underscore Nerds on Twitter, hashtag Cube Nerds Commute. Let me know how far you travel. So, all right, folks, yep, you know, you can go to www.cubenerds.com. There's no updated content on there, but if you're a new listener, head over to there, check out some of the articles, drop some comments. If I know people are interested in the website, I can start up a message board. Um, like I've said before, these things cost money, uh, money that I really don't have right now. But if there's some interest, then yeah, I'll take the hit, you know, and I can uh, start up a message board for some folks so we can really start that Cube Nerds community that I wanted to. Cube Nerds Unite. Yep, and uh, uh, at Cube Nerds on Instagram. I was putting up new content on there, letting you know when the new podcast drop. I'm starting to get a little bit more active with the Facebook too, letting you know what the new Facebook, uh, letting the new podcast episodes drop on Facebook. So hit up Cube Nerds on Facebook, and if you got any questions or anything like that, you can always send an email to cubenerds at gmail.com too, and let me know, uh, let me know what you're thinking, let me know how I'm doing, because I'm always looking for feedback. So all right, folks, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Let me know what, let me know how I'm doing. And all right, folks, have a good day. 
or if you're on your way home, I hope you did have a good day. And I hope tomorrow is better than today.